You're listening to Breaking the Silence, a podcast by Reach 10, where we're creating a culture of courage, compassion, and connection to overcome the shame, silence, and fear that often surrounds topics such as sexuality and pornography. We're your hosts, Chriselle Simons and Creed Orm. Welcome back, listeners. Today we have Harper DeFreitas. We are so excited to have her here. Uh, She has some important things to discuss with us regarding why it's important for young single adults to get educated about sexuality, even while they're waiting for marriage. So why is it that young single adults should get to know more about sexuality while they're waiting for marriage? We're looking forward to what she has to say. We have two episodes that will be with her. This is the first one, then we'll have another one. And just as a reminder, we are all separated once again still because of COVID-19. So we're all together uh, online. But go ahead, Harper, and introduce yourself to us. Yeah. So my name is Harper DeFreitas, and I'm from the North Shore of Oahu. I grew up there. My family moved there when I was about two. I'll just give you guys some of my um, my background. My dad is from Brazil. He's from a town called Somi Saint, and it's by the beach. And my mom is from Southern California. So they met and we moved to Hawaii when I was two and um, they, they're still out there. And I, I came up to BYU after serving a mission in Las Vegas. And I am so, so excited to chat with you guys. I, I really got in, introduced to this topic fully in depth at BYU, which is kind of funny. I feel like a lot of people would think, really? Health and sexuality at BYU? But yes, it's true. And I can give some of my culture and my background too. So I have always really loved labor and delivery and just kind of growth in that way. And, and so from a young age, I wasn't raised LDS and I joined when I was 16. So I was kind of steeped in some really positive and some also some really unreliable sources from a young age. And so I grew up being really curious about babies, where they came from, about pregnancy and, and about everything. Um, and later that translated into knowing about um, wanting to know about healthy sexuality and about relationships and how to prepare for a strong marriage. So that's a little bit about me. I love that. I So are you still in school? Are you graduated? Where are you at? Yeah, so I, I graduated about a year ago. And since then, I have worked for Laura Brotherson. She's a marriage and family therapist and, and a sex therapist. And she's also LDS. So I'll be referring to a lot of her books and, and other literature like Jason Carroll's book, Sexual Wholeness and Marriage. So yeah, I'm, I'm working right now. Uh, I live up in Sugar House and I've been loving it. So it's been interesting during COVID to kind of learn how to, to do things um, more by myself, but it's been good. Love that. I love that. And I love that you work for Laura Brotherson, but I, I love her. She's influenced me so much from a young age. Her books have really influenced me. And, and so I'm so excited to hear from you and to learn from you. Yeah. So just to clarify, I don't work for her right now. We're still really good friends. I called her last night to chat about this just to, um, just to get her thoughts on what I was going to share. And, and so I have some quotes that I'll share from her from our chat last night. So I don't work for her right now, but I love her too. She's incredible. Cool. So tell us a little bit about what healthy sexuality means to you. Yeah. So I'll start with um, kind of explaining what healthy sexuality is just briefly, because a lot of people are like, well, what is healthy sexuality? How is it different from sexuality, from just knowing about sex? And so healthy sexuality, it's the intimate relationship that includes the emotional, spiritual, and physical dimensions, not just the mechanics of, of sex. It's not just the physical side. So it's, it's more than that. 
Um, so that's what healthy sexuality means. It's that complete view. Um, and for me, it really, it means, yeah, it means unity. It means divine wholeness. And it's helped me to be a better person because of it and to make better decisions um, in dating. I'm not married. And so as I've dated, it's helped me and, and just to have peace and confidence. So so really, it's it's kind of this holistic view, um, and it doesn't fragment just the the physical side of of sexuality. It's really like this complete package of the emotional, the spiritual, and the physical. And why is it okay and like important for those who aren't married to really learn about that, understand it, and learn more information about what health sexuality is? Yeah. So I feel like it's, it's more than just okay, it's, it's crucial. Um, it sets the framework, it sets the foundation for our relationships now, for who we are as complete beings, um, the sexual being, being included in that. And, um, and it helps to have these, these really strong marriages later. It, it's the prevention for disconnection and for turning to pornography, for isolation. It, helps you to be prepared and to be better aware and so I feel like we we need to talk about it and um, and it's because it's so important to develop a healthy sexual mindset to set intimate boundaries before and even after marriage to develop sexual self-mastery and confidence so many good things that we, we we really do a disservice by not talking about it beforehand and I feel like there are such big blessings that come from fully knowing about this and and living the law of chastity how it ties to that and and so how can we really live something that we that we don't know very much about? And so it's important because it, it opens the conversation, it prepares you for what's to come later, and it also influences who you are now. I really love what you're saying because as I reflect back on my single years and um, the years I was reading sex books before I got married and even yeah. before I was engaged. In fact, I picked up Lara Brotherson's first book and they were not ashamed when I was like 18-ish and read it for the first time and then awesome. again later on. And I was always a little bit nervous. I like hid it from my roommates, you know, like I didn't want like, people to know that I was like reading about these things because I was like, they're going to think I'm super weird. But looking back, I'm able to see it really helped me educating myself and knowing these things helped me to be able to navigate tough conversations with boyfriends and set boundaries and yeah. to be able to be confident in really like knowing what I wanted when it came to my relationships. That's and so, awesome. um, and yeah, and I'm so grateful because I ended up being single a lot longer than I quote unquote planned. Right. <laughs> um, and, and I dated a lot and I am so grateful that I had that knowledge before I was engaged or before I got married. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I think it's so important. And that ties to if we're not learning it from good sources, people are curious and they have questions and this is something so important and so beautiful and also something so misunderstood and so ill talked about. Um, and so if we're not talking about it in positive ways, we're going to be taught somehow either through the media, through um, movies, through music, through other industries like the pornography industry who really don't have our best interest in mind to teach us things that are so core to what makes us um, God's children and and what he wants for us and, and the beauty in that. So I feel like it's it's important to talk about it because um, if we're not learning about it from good sources with our best interest in mind, we're going to learn about it irregardless. So might as well learn the positive side of it because we're going to, we're getting thrown these messages all the time. Totally. Do you have any thoughts on 
the doctrine of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints with regard to sexuality and how the two fit together? Yeah, I do. I, I love the doctrine behind healthy sexuality, that sex is God-given, that it's God-sanctioned, that he made our bodies perfectly. There were no mistakes when he made our bodies. It wasn't like, oops, oh no, I messed up. Like that, that wasn't supposed to be there. And um, so that definitely, I know that he made us perfectly and that, that our desires and, and that the potential for this kind of intimacy is given by God. And then also that, that self-mastery is important, that chastity and, and bridling our passions. And, and also um, the doctrine behind sexuality is, is openness and plainness and being able to, to teach where people are when they're ready to receive and just like any other, any other doctrine, but that it's beautiful and that God wants us to, to know about this um, and it shouldn't be shrouded in, in secrecy, kind of like how kind of how like how it has been such a taboo topic yeah i think it's super important that we as young single adults i mean chriselle's not single she's still young though (laughs) but us young adults we are uh you know we're going to be the leaders of the church and i think it's awesome that we are starting at least at the age that we are uh with getting really comfortable talking about these subjects because like you said Harper, if we're not talking about it in the proper wholeness type of way that it should be talked about, then the other instances of unhealthy sexuality, the parts that lack the wholeness are going to be what's taught broadly. And so as potential leaders in the church, in our communities, in our families, it's so important for us to get educated and uh, Laura Brotherson's books, um, as well as uh, many other people's perspectives about wholeness and healthy sexuality with the gospel perspective is so important to be educated on. Listeners, we will link all of these books that we're referring to in the show notes. So don't even worry. You don't even have to pull out your phone or your pencil to write that down. We will link them so you have access to them. So what does the research say? What does the research support as far as the doctrine of the church? And maybe what does it say the opposite? Yeah, so that's a really great question. So it both supports and strengthens the doctrine by showing that married, connected, unified sex is reported as the best sex. And so if we dig a little bit deeper into that, you can really see that healthy sexuality is more than just a physical thing, if that's the case, because there's more there for married couples. There's that unity, there's that trust, there's the emotional connection and, and oftentimes the spiritual that's there. And so it really is more than just a physical act and, and it's shown by that research that shows that married connected sex is reported as the best sex. Um, but it also counters the doctrine in saying that masturbation and pornography is not only okay, but it's good before marriage is a way to learn. And, and so that um, is one of the ways that it kind of refutes um, or goes against the the ideas or the doctrine of of self mastery and and chastity and bridling our passions while also knowing what we can know and and being clear about what sex and healthy sexuality are. So it's it kind of um, it's more of that free for all instead of the knowing but also the bridling. Yeah, I've thought about that too because I've I've heard research that has talked about pornography can be a good way to learn about how to have better sex with your partner. But I definitely disagree that there are, there's just other options and pornography is just a, such a dangerous option to, to learn how to be more better sexually intimate with your partner, 
with your married partner. There's these wonderful books, especially if we're coming from an LDS perspective, right? There's books out there that uh, people who have the same values as the doctrine of the church, but who have been able to talk about it in such a way that brings in all the good aspects and teaches us well how to have wonderful sex with our partners. We don't need to view another person's experience. We've talked before about how it sexually scripts us for how it's supposed to look, how it's supposed to feel, and if we're not fitting that ideal image, something's wrong with us. So pornography, there's just lots of problems that can run with run into it with pornography. So right. let's get let's get a handle handle on these good books and and not have to worry about the dangerous option of pornography. It's just let's just leave that right. alone. And it's like you're watching someone that's not your partner. And so the best way to learn and to know what your partner wants is to ask your partner, is to talk to them right. and to have this open kind of conversation and to be able to learn together. So I think that's great. How does the research and the doctrine work together? Yeah, so kind of like in that last question that we answered, it both supports and strengthens, but also counters. But they can, and I think should, work together because the doctrine is really the backbone. It's the foundation. And it gives that perspective from Heavenly Father that can really help us to navigate and to know and fully understand what he thinks of healthy sexuality and and what the potential is for us. And I was laughing with Laura. We were chatting and I said, Laura, I know I'm not married, but I know a lot about sex. And it's kind of, it seems kind of ironic, but I don't think it is because by knowing both the doctrine and the research together, I'm better able to identify the counterfeits. Because I know, I know what the doctrine is. I know what Heavenly Father thinks of healthy sexuality and, and of what the potential is for us. And so really it helps me as I learn and I hear different things. I can kind of, the Spirit, I know what the Spirit has affirmed in the past. And so I, hearing those other things, I can think, hey, um, it doesn't, it's not a temptation. It's just more of like, a, oh, that's, that's not right. That's not coming from the place that I know what healthy sexuality is. And, and so it really does help you. The more knowledge is power. And education is powerful um, because it helps you to identify when the source maybe isn't coming from a place that wants to teach in your best interest. Maybe it's something that wants to try to entrap you instead. And so I think I strongly believe that knowing those two different sides, they, they work together and they help you to be better informed to make better decisions. Awesome. As you've mentioned, you've worked with Laura Brotherson. And what final words would you have for young adults based on what you've learned working with her? Yeah, I think that what I would want young adults to know from my experience working with her and from reading her books and from countless others is that healthy sexuality is is God-given. It's beautiful and wonderful and something that we can and should be talking about, that there is that balance that exists between knowing and understanding and being very clear, um, but also being reverent and being sacred. It doesn't have to be degraded it can be something that we talk about openly but also something that we can know and it and it benefits us in whatever stage we're at whether we're we're single and not dating dating someone engaged married long time married these principles they transcend that time frame and they truly help us to be better and so i feel like my call to action is to get educated from these godly sources that that do understand the doctrine and the research and can clearly and reverently teach us and so we can have that true source and know what it, what it really should be and what it can be. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much, Harper. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your light, your, your insight. I'm really excited about this podcast and this episode, and I am so grateful for your willingness to share with us. Thank, Thank you. you. It's, it's been awesome. I, I've just, these aren't mine. These aren't my ideas, but I'm happy to be the middleman between these wonderful people that have written these things and from the prophets and from the doctrine and just kind of be that voice to maybe talk about it a little bit more. Love that. And Harper, before you go, will you tell us about the different books that Laura Brotherson has available? Yes. So I love these books. I'm so excited. So her newest one is From Honeymoon to Happily Ever After. And it really is like this complete guide for preparing for the honeymoon stage. And, and it really does. It, it can uh, it help single people and married people, um, as well as preparing for that, that honeymoon. Her other books also include, and they were not ashamed that you mentioned earlier, as well as knowing her intimately and other articles. She, she really does have um, such great resources that you can also find on her website. And um, something that she's doing right now is offering a discount. And so we've also included um, that promo code for the Honeymoon to Happily Ever After book. And those will be in the show notes. We'll definitely link all of those so that you all can take advantage of those. Um, mm-hmm. And just a spoiler alert, maybe not a spoiler alert, I guess a spoiler alert if you're my friend and you're getting married, that's my favorite gift to give to my friends who are getting married um, are any of these books and maybe even all three. Totally. I'm really excited to be able to read those books. I haven't yet read anything from Laura. So I'm excited to use that discount code, get that new book and and her other ones too. Those will be great. Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence by Reach 10. Help us create a new culture of connection by sharing what you heard today with at least 10 people. Please help us reach more young adults by going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Reach 10 is a nonprofit. You can help support this podcast by donating on our website and following us on social media. We share these views to open the dialogue on these tough issues. We are not professionals, and the ideas shared on this podcast should not be taken as professional advice. The opinions and views that our hosts and guests share do not necessarily reflect the views of Reach 10, and we don't guarantee the accuracy of any statements you hear. Reach 10 is not responsible for your use of information heard on this podcast. We keep learning and invite you to join us as we build a more open, compassionate, and courageous culture.